This is the Stretch Four Basketball Podcast. It's three. The first round is over. Already, the second round has already started this morning with Boston and Washington. This is the Stretch Four Basketball Podcast. I'm Jason. That's Graham. That's Josh. That's Austin. Very I'm excited. Austin. That's I'm, I'm very excited. We haven't done this in what a month. Yeah. That's wrong. Okay. When was the last time we did this? Like two weeks. Because you mean Graham, though, because Josh isn't committed. Yeah, that's we haven't done one since the playoffs started, though. So that's true. Yeah. True. So I guess we should talk about what happened in the first round. A lot of stuff happened. Yeah. Like in the East, Cleveland won four nothing, swept the Pacers. Everyone pretty much saw that one coming. Yep. Yeah. Cleveland's the best team in the East, right? Right. True. Yeah. <laughs> Austin like, thoughts. Well, statistically speaking, the Celtics are technically record-wise the best. Yeah, team on paper, yeah. Yeah, on paper. But they don't play the game on paper. No, the Cavs looking good. The end. <laughs> it would have been funny. Somebody could have made a bet and said all Eastern Conference games in six, and they would have been really close. <laughs> but it wouldn't, it wouldn't you don't have been win right a bet for being close. Yeah, but three out of four—that's better uh, than over four. What? What? I don't know. You know hey. what? That is. What is that? <laughs> it's an L. And apparently you're going to take it. <laughs> Josh thought that was way more funny yeah, than that. Like, <laughs> Literally no one's no, laughing. No, yeah, welcome back, Josh. It was, you're not it was funny. the awkward like, the silence. The audience isn't even laughing. It, it was the, the crickets. It, it was the... Oh, you don't have a cricket it, it was, <laughs> Not right now. Not it was the awkward silence because... Yeah. After a scare from the Bulls, Boston came back and won 4-2 to two over Chicago. Won four in a row. They swept them. Well, they well, didn't sweep oh, them. Austin. That, that's not how that works. Can't we just put a wash on the first game, though? First two? First two you games, should, maybe. Should put a wash on the first one, for it sure. It looked very good. What? It didn't look very good. Well, no one can account for the tragedy that happened, so and no one can account for Rondo collapsing. Yeah, but so. they... They were supposed... To, that, that was supposed to be, like... The, the tragedy was supposed to be, like, a, a thing they were going to rally behind. That's what you said. Yeah, you said but, different, yeah but different and people... Were, different people responded to certain things different ways, so I can't be a judge of that. If Rondo wouldn't have got injured, would the Bulls have won? Uh, we'll, I think it would have been closer can, than what those last four games were. Yeah, I think the games would have been closer. Might have gone to, I doubt it would have gone to seven, but I think everyone expected Boston to be winning in six I, seven. I still, I still think the Celtics. I still think Boston would have won. They played, so. in the last four games, they played like a number one seed, like everyone thought yeah. they would. Yeah. Uh, minus parts of the third, or not third. Never mind. Yeah, they did for those four games. Yeah. They played as well as they should have, and... You can play the what-if game, and people are going to play that for a long time. What if Rondo didn't get hurt? Would the Bulls have upset them? Who knows? Is Rondo the difference between an, an eighth seed upsetting a one seed? <laughs> That's no. saying a lot. No. <laughs> so, yeah. Especially this Rondo. Maybe prime Rondo could have been different. But mm-hmm. Well, no one's fearing the deer after they lost to the Toronto Raptors. 4-2 in game six. Yeehaw! I got Josh all happy and excited that his team is moving on to the second round just to play Cleveland. <laughs> uh. That sucks, eh? Yeah. But, I mean, hey, we were... <laughs> we'll get into that after, but we were talking off-air about uh, Toronto and Cleveland. Got very mixed opinions on this. Yeah, we can get into that when we do. Oh. When, <laughs> when we do. I love getting into it when we do. My uh-huh. favorite series of the first round, Washington against the Hawks. It was MMA. Pause. <laughs> wow, yeah. It, it was. basketball, they were MMA. playing MMA. I know. All right. Uh, Washington, of course, won that four to two over Atlanta. Can we like appreciate though the weird stuff that people said in the press conferences after it we was... had we had take that for data. We had yeah. they were playing MMA. We had 
No. Isaiah Thomas carries the ball every time. <laughs> like, these are weird things that have never happened before that people decided they were going to randomly complain about. And yeah. Freddy. It was like, strange. The, the fouls is obvious, but to say they were playing MMA, that's bold. That's Has he seen MMA? Bold statement. Like, <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. You usually see MMA on the basketball court. Like, the closest thing we got fight? to MMA this year was, like, Abaca and Lopez almost coming to blows, both of them missing punches. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Or when J.R. Smith knocked out Jay Crowder. Those are the closest MMA moments we've had in recent years. Yeah. Wow. Good MMA talk there. That was great, hey? So that sets up an Eastern uh, second round of Cleveland versus Toronto and Boston versus Washington, which kicked off already uh, today. Uh, Going over the West, the Spurs beat the Grizzlies 4-2, and I did not think that series was going to go to six games. Me neither. Was that the best series of the first round? Um, Yeah. Well, I mean, other than this, one, other than the on one that's now. on currently, Utah and uh, and the Clippers, I think those were the yeah. best two series in the first round. And those, like the the Clippers and the Jazz, were the ones that going in, we were like, ah, it could go either way, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, and it's but, shown because it's going game seven and it's, it's still it's, down to the wire. Yeah, so yeah, Memphis exceeded expectations there. It'll yeah. be interesting to see what they do with uh, Zebo, Tony Allen, Jermichael Green, Michael Green, and Vince, and Vince Carter all. I feel like agents. I think all of them are gone except for Jermichael Green. Yeah, I feel like they need to just you know start over with all their veterans, like because they have Mike Conley build still. around Conley and Gasol. Yeah, so. and Parsons. Eh, they have them locked up for four years. <laughs> I so. know, but for to do what? I want Carter to go somewhere where he can win a ring. I agree. I think it'd be nice. Richard Jefferson. How much? If Richard Jefferson retires, he'd be a great replacement for him in Cleveland. But I don't think RJ's retiring yet. I think he has two years. It depends on if they win the title, I think. Yeah, or, yeah, I just want him to go somewhere where he can win a title. He's that, earned it. True. Well, what Spurs the, would be nice. But what are they going to do with Parsons, though? Like, he's got there for four years, going to be sitting on the bench for most of it. <clears throat> pray he doesn't die often. What? <laughs> so pray he doesn't get injured? Like, yeah, what like, can you do with him? You yeah. took a gamble on him. Didn't and, work out this year. Hopefully it works next. Yeah, when he's, when he's playing, he's a decent player. He's a good role player when he does, but... This year was bad for yeah. him, though. If all they need yeah. him to do... Is honestly sit in the. Co- they don't need to create anything. You have Marcus and, and Mike Conley who will create everything for your team. True. And they can stagger those guys' minutes and just have Parsons sit in the corner, just be or a attack shooter. or attack the basket occasionally. He can shoot his laser of a shot and hope it goes in. Yeah. True. Yeah, that's what I think the the Grizz need to focus on. Uh, I think it was Kevin Arnovitz in on Zach Lowe's podcast talked about the the Grizz and how they just don't shoot threes and uh, how. There was a play that that Arnovitz saw, and and it was a. Well, Gasol got the ball after pick and roll at the top of the top of the the key, and hit James Ennis in the corner um, near the end of their game six loss, and James Ennis just didn't shoot the ball because uh, he can't. So they need uh, <laughs> oh. they need more shooting, and and I think if you get Parsons in the corner, uh, it'll help a lot. Yeah, yeah. If he's you know healthy. Which he's never is. Uh, Houston beat the Thunder in a very emotional okay, series. Of, oh, did I? Yeah, but I was going to get to that one last. Okay, never mind. Or second last next to this. Yeah, one, I got. You. I I apologize for interrupting. I kind of wanted to get to OKC in that fiasco yeah. first. It was cool. an ugly series. Yeah. It was disgusting. <clears throat> yeah, it was nice. Disgusting. A couple nice moments, what? like Stephen Adams rebounding his own missed free throw and Westbrook with the deep three, and then you all yeah. thought, then everybody thought the Thunder were going to steal that game, and then they come. Uh, they come down and who? who uh, Jerry and Grant, I think, had the weakest foul on Nene that I've ever seen, and Nene gets the end one, and that's all she wrote. And yeah, uh, yeah, that was a bad foul. That's all she wrote. And my thing with pow OKC is that it just proves that you can't win a series or anything with just one player playing like that. 
Mm-hmm. Right? Exactly. Like, you can be the MVP of the league. You can do all the stuff, be the best branded player ever, as Westbrook is, and still not take your team to the promised land. Mm-hmm. He only won one game. Uh, or, sorry, they only won one game. I think next year Westbrook will come in with a different mindset. He'll probably have a much better team around him, more suited for him. I just don't know if anybody wants to play with him. I, think I really they do. don't. Why? I don't think. Why wouldn't you want to play with one of the best players in the league? I, 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 I'm with Jason on this one. I, I, I think you know. Obviously, we're not near the league, but what we've heard from other other shows and I, there's people that I, there was someone I can't remember what show it was, but they were looking. They were talking to a bunch of players and said, "Who would your MVP be?" And they would say Russ, but I wouldn't want to play with them. That was a yeah. Zach Lowe podcast. Yeah, yeah. and uh, so I think yeah, Jason, you're right. Where there's some like some people do obviously, but if like who, what, what's the level? What am I trying to say? Like, wh- how good can the next player be, right? Because no one's going to be the alpha dog there anymore except for Russ. You have a player like Westbrook shooting 40 times a game. Well, I think all you need to do is get players that don't need to create and can have other people create for them. So you could look at guys like, uh, just because the game's on, J.J. Redick or, wow, nice three. Yeah, but J.J. Redick, Redick can't create by himself. I, I know, exactly. We, they don't need guys to create by themselves. Westbrook is more than willing to distribute the ball. You can't you can't say that because of his stats. Yes, he distributes his ball sometimes to pad his stats, but the the personnel right now around him, Oladipo, who they tried to make him create for himself, like no, he's not a good stop spot up shooter. Andre Roberson, he would be effective on that team if they had more spacing around him. But running the lineup, like what everybody thought was the issue at the start, which was Westbrook, Roberson, Oladipo, Adams, and uh, oh, Sabonis, I think is who they started for most of the season just for floor spacing. But even then, they I think they started Taj Gibson or somebody else in the pl- postseason, and you can't run a lineup with no shooters, with Westbrook being probably one of, if not the best shooter on that lineup. They need spacing around him, and I do think players want to play with Westbrook. I think Westbrook is a lot... Uh, I don't know how to word this. I think I'll compare Westbrook and Chris Paul in this case, because Chris Paul is someone who just barks at you the entire time on the game, and... Uh, this was in another podcast that I was listening to, but West, Chris Paul just barks at his entire teammates the entire time, and they just sit there and take it. Westbrook, I don't think he does that to that capacity, but Westbrook is more likely to be selfish than to yell at you for your mistakes, whereas Chris Paul is the exact opposite. So it's really tomatoes, tomatoes. If you want to play with someone who won't yell at you for every mistake you make, like a Chris Paul, or if you want to play with someone who won't, who sometimes won't always pass you the ball. Role players, I get they want to play with Westbrook. I understand yeah. that. But it's the reason Harden left. It's I'm assuming that's the reason Harden left, and for sure that's the reason Kevin Durant left, is that superstars don't want to play with the guy. And this is a superstar driven league. It is. <clears throat> I don't think I don't think it's a, I don't think Kevin Durant left the Thunder for because of Russell Westbrook. Why did he leave then? Uh, to get a ring. If he thought he could get a ring in OKC, he would have stayed. Yeah, exactly. And and they and they could have yeah. they could have with that with that team if they added a guy like Oladipo as well. I think they had a, had a chance of being that number two seed in the West with Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook. Yeah, I think at least a little part of like KD just didn't enjoy. Not necessarily he didn't like playing, but I don't think he enjoyed it to the point where he would stay around. Um, you know, people talk about how the Warriors just have so much fun playing basketball, and I think that's incredibly attractive for someone like Kevin Durant who's played with a guy like Russ, right? Where he's just. Even Russ said, "I have no friends on the basketball court except the ball." Like, just with that attitude alone, 
I just don't know if anybody would a guy like that would want to be played with. Yeah. I think. Sorry, you can go. First. Yeah, one more. I guess one more thing. <clears throat> like the, another big thing is like they don't have any money left. No, uh, Oladipo well, and Adams just got signed to like twenty mil a year. So well, they're mean, losing a lot of salary. Like Gibson, uh, Roberson's a restricted free agent. Uh, they're losing well, a Roberson lot of, was on a rookie. Yeah, um, and Taj was <clears throat> not on a big contract. They're like, losing quite a few of their assets. So, so it'll be t- it'll be interesting to see how they rebuild around yeah. it. Which is why I think next year probably what's going to happen is I think they'll have a a team better fit to play around Russell Westbrook, but they'll end up in the same situation where it's a sixth or a seventh or an eighth seed. Yeah, I don't see them going and probably a first round exit. Depending yeah. on the personnel they get, just just because this is a superstar driven league, and every every finals, I guess since the Dallas when when Dallas made the final, like every team that has gone up against LeBron James or Golden State has been a superstar team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. So um, even even the Spurs when when they won won the championship, like they were they had a bunch of superstars on the team, and I guess you could say Dallas did too with with Dirk Nowitzki, but that was yeah. the only. And, but now it teams that are winning with with three superstars or two superstars, and now in this case four yeah. on Golden State. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, we can. Get, I mean, OKC is a whole project. I'm interested to in what they'll do in the off season. So, um, let's go to the sweep. Golden State beating the Blazers. I guess Damian Lillard, his prediction of winning in six didn't turn out. No. Yeah. <coughs> Golden State's yeah. just too good. Like I, I mean, they've got to win. They're going to win the championship this year, right? Well, bold. Right? They 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 just look too powerful. I think I think what it is for the the Warriors as we touched upon it, but is the chemistry. Everybody on that team trusts every other person on that team. They're making a decent player out of JaVale McGee. Yeah. Just their ball movement and the way they space the floor and the way they play is just everyone gets their moment. Yeah. Guys like McCaw and McAdoo are playing basketball and like contributing. And that's that's just a winning team. That is a winning team atmosphere. And I'm with Jason. Like I do not see like I see it probable they're gonna win the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Same. Like it's just they look like they have too much. They look like they have a, too much firepower and a full head of steam, and it's just they're they've got it. I think they have it this year. Because yeah, I mean, you you look at it, they're gonna play the winner of uh, L.A. and Utah, which looks to be Utah right now with under two minutes left, and they're up by twelve. And I think they can dismantle Utah. Um, and then whoever they play in the second round, whether it be Houston or San Antonio, I think they match up way better than both those teams. Um, I don't know. I think it'll be interesting. I don't think it'll be a cakewalk like everybody's saying. You guys are saying like it's a lock, but I mean, no, no, I mean, so, I mean, l- stuff listen, happens. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not ready to write the book on this playoffs nothing, and just be like stamp it, Warriors win. Yeah, nothing's a lock. Yeah, in in the playoffs, nothing, nothing's a yeah. lock. I'm just saying, as of right now, Golden State's my pick to win. Okay, that's fair. Um. I got to give all credit to the Blazers though. Game one, they had so many chances to run away with that game. They gave them their all, and then I believe it was game three and four. They did the exact same thing, and they the Blazers had so many opportunities to take that take those games from them. But it was just the Warriors came out and they were they were flying. So and you can't stop the Warriors once they get going because no. the Warriors are a team which is very underrated. I don't think there's a statistic on it, but there's always those shots in games that can bring the roof down. And the Warriors seem to always hit those. Whereas yeah. a lot of other teams, it's like corner three, wide open, you got it, and it's like back rim. Yeah. But the Warriors seem to always seem hit those to always shots. Hit those and then once ones. you hit those shots, it's so demoralizing to the other team. Yeah, just like momentum's mm-hmm. on your side, the crowd's in it, mm-hmm. and and then even when even when they're um, on the road, when they hit that shot, the crowd just goes out. Yeah, it's just, but I will be extremely interested to see them play Utah, and I can... 
I believe they split the season series. I'm not 100% certain on that. But I know it wasn't... I don't think it was a cakewalk for the Warriors. Uh, but Utah does provide some interesting matchups for them. Mm-hmm. With the likes of Rudy Gobert. If he if he's 100% who he's... Him protecting the rim is a lot more intimidating. Be it the Warriors are a team that lives and dies on the three. Yeah. So it should be interesting, though. It'll be... It'd yeah, be nice. Yeah, Gobert coming back in this series after he injured himself yeah. there. Like it was that's good. That, that that's real that really helps Utah. George Hill on Steph Curry will be something to see. Mm-hmm. Um Gordon Hayward. I guess I'm 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 thinking too far ahead so we can Well, it's it's all th- this series is over. Well no, I was thinking too far ahead like ours. we're not in the second round yet. I was just <laughs> Uh, and in this series we're watching right now, the game's on. It's going to be over by the time you listen to it. Uh, Utah is beating L.A. right now by 12, and it looks like that's what is going to happen and be the final. Maybe not by 12, but it's going to be over. So, the Clippers. What the heck do the Clippers do? Like, do they do they get rid of Chris Paul and Blake Griffin? Do they just re- reload and tank next year for whoever? Like what hap- Like what happens with the Clippers? Um, I think I think Blake Griffin's got to go somewhere. Um, yeah, you can have a great season. The Clippers had a great season, but yeah. if your big dogs go down in the playoffs, like the like Griffin has in the past two, you don't want to put that much money in them. Like, yeah, you can have a great season, but if you're not going to bring us like yeah. a contending ring team. I don't know. It's it's going to be weird to see Blake Griffin not in a Clippers uniform, but it might have to happen. I want Chris Paul to stay though. I think he's a good he's a good thing to build around. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's a solid point guard. I just think you got to put some somebody other than vets around him. Mm-hmm. I think you need young uh, yeah. star role players that just help him out. I think what I think ideally may happen is Chris Paul does the uh, Kevin Durant deal, which is a one and one, and just stays for one more year because DJ's can opt out after next year. So, I think then Chris Paul gives it one more shot with DJ and see what Doc Rivers builds around him. And then after that year, makes the decision if he wants to go and if he wants to contend for a championship. I think Chris Paul would be fantastic in, like, the Spurs uniform, but I'd be a lot of players would with Patty Mills uh, le- probably leaving because he's going to get paid the big bucks. So Now, <clears throat> but I don't know who said it. I don't know if it was you, Austin, that texted it to us saying uh, it was the Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin. No. It may have been that one, but there's another one for Paul George. Oh, or did I, or did I read? Or did I read that somewhere? You might have read that. Somewhere. I read. I think I, I was reading something, and like it's Paul George for Blake Griffin, who says no, in that situation. I think the Pacers would say no. We, yeah, uh, Pacers. Paul George is healthy. I think that's the only thing that would make a difference there. That that is, that's the. Yeah, I think that's the reason why the Clippers would Paul say George yes to that. <laughs> has had one major injury, and he recovered from it, and he's been fine since then. Blake Griffin. Gets what was it plantar fasciitis in his toe, something like that, and done like freak injury. So I don't think Blake is as injury prone as everybody says, because like how can you plan for an injury in your toe? No, I I get that, or, but he's but from the start of his career he was injured. Didn't yeah. play his rookie year because he had uh, his knee was busted, mm-hmm. yeah. and then two playoffs in a row, three playoffs in a row, he's been injured. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All season long he was injured. This yeah. year and last year. Bits and pieces of the season he missed because he was injured. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, I don't. Th- when was the last time he played a full season? I think full what, season and playoffs. Uh, the year they beat the Spurs, probably. And then lost to Houston. They choked to Houston. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Did he? That was yeah, that was the yeah. best clip. That was the Clippers' best chance. Yeah, I, I think, think so. I wholeheartedly believe that if the Clippers beat Houston that year, 
they would have taken the Warriors to seven. And that was and that was an emotional playoffs too because it was the whole Donald, Donald Sterling thing. Yeah. And nope. like that was that year. That was that year. That was that oh, year cool. for sure. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, it's, I think they're going to definitely unload Blake somewhere. Chris Paul might be on the outs. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows with the Clippers? Well, I mean, so. I know Doc wants them back, but who, yeah, we can get into off-season previews later and stuff yeah. like that. But so. no, the Clippers will be one of the interesting, more interesting off-seasons to see what happens. Yeah, we'll get into off-season stuff after. Let's uh, try, try and, um. Props to Utah really quick. Yeah. Good for them to come out and. Even though they lost game six, win game seven on the road. So that's something. Oh, and Pierce is retiring. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, so finally he's gone off the Clippers. <laughs> wow. Oof. Hall of Famer? Oh, yeah. Oh, First yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. First ballot. Yeah. Just the stuff Get that he Chris did. Weber in the Hall of Fame, please. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, yeah. Got left off the, pa- the, the thing. Paul, Pier- Paul Pierce would be first ballot for sure. Yeah. Hey, that's not even a question. The stuff to do with Boston is insane. Uh, yeah, let's move on to the second round preview. We'll get in the offseason stuff after. Uh, second round, Cleveland at uh, Cleveland and Toronto in the f- uh, second round. That one's going to be fun. Who like who comes out on top? Why? All that kind of stuff. Do you <sighs> want to go around and say our predictions first? And then... Sure. sure. Yeah, okay, we let's can. do that. All right, Graham, what do you think? Uh, Cleveland in six. I want to say five, six. Yeah. Cleveland in six. Josh, mm. being a Toronto Raptor fan, I know. No, he's not. He said he texted the group. He said he's not a fan. <laughs> yeah, I don't wow. know anymore. He said he's not a Raptor uh, fan. He right. likes basketball. I, I'm just a basketball fan. Unreal, this guy. Yeah, um, okay, come back to me because I'm still thinking. Uh, Austin, Austin, I have go. Cleveland in seven. And Jason's drinking some stuff, so I have Cleveland in six. Uh, I'm gonna say Cleveland in seven. Okay. Yeah. So six, six, seven, seven. Or did you take a couple five six? Is a couple seven. I said six. Yeah. Okay, Grabs is five and a half. Wow. Um, okay. Uh, he said, yeah. he said six. Six. Wait, two sixes and a seven. It's it's a tough sevens. because we don't. The rappers are so streaky, so we have we really don't have any clue. Like the, Austin made the point, like they've played three. They won three games in a row. All played well. Um, but and that's after playing like. But yeah, so we who knows what can happen with them, and like it's it's hard to bet against LeBron James, right? He's he's had, he had career highs in assists and rebounds this year, so like what are we? Uh, yeah, you, can, you can't it, you can't you just can't bet against them. It, yeah, well you, you can't bet against that whole team, like that that's that's a an insane team with yeah. Kyrie there and Kevin Love. He's the only the only thing there, that I, I that I see that can go wrong is. It is because their defense is brutal. Um, so, if if if, if the Raptors just light them up for the whole series, I mean, they could steal it for sure. But still, like LeBron just controls the game in such a way that you know he get he he knows what he wants and just he has such control over everything mm-hmm. over the court. So, just going off the fact that Josh said the Cavs' defense is brutal, um, I think if it were if it were any other team. Other than the Raptors, I'd be more confident in them. Mm-hmm. Based off the fact that the Raptors play so much ISO ball, if it was a team that swung the ball a lot more, they could, they have, like, the Wizards or the Celtics even, but that, that's for the future. Um, they they would swing the ball around, and they would get the open shots because the Cavs' perimeter defense, interior defense, has not been good this season, and that's been a big flaw. I believe they were, like, 23rd or around the 20s in defensive writing this year. So... The fact that the Raptors rely so much on DeRozan playing iso ball or Lowry just creating, 
I think it'll make it easier for the Cavs to stop them. I do think the Raptors steal uh, a couple a game. Or no, no, no. I, I one game. Seven. No, sorry. I, seven. I, I, said, like, game? I, I meant a game in Cleveland is what I was trying to say. Oh, mm-hmm. a game in Cleveland, and then I could I could see them coming back and winning back to back. But beyond that, I don't think the Raptors will. The Raptors also have a better home court than Cleveland. True. I think. Do the Raptors have the best home court in the East? Never mind, it's the Celtics. I uh, think. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I would right. say Toronto. You'd say Toronto over the Celtics? Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Maple Leaf Square, man. Jurassic Park. Yeah, but that's not in the building. Yeah, but the garden. garden. Still in the ACC. Kevin Garnett said it's the loudest place he ever played. Former Celtic himself. Even though he played for Brooklyn then. <laughs> weird. Two things Pretty have weird. to happen if Toronto wants to get anywhere in this series. One, DeRozan and the Kyle Lowry have to show up every game. True. They cannot take a game off. They have to go. And two, they need to find that third guy who can put up points. Because past DeRozan no. Lowry, you need to find that n- another guy to do that. Interesting. Does, does, does JV do that? Does Norman Powell do that? Sorry, Josh just said Norm, and you just said Norm Powell. It, I'm, I just realized that they start, they switched Norman into the they, starting lineup. So and since that, he's been golden. I don't know yeah. what's earned it, for sure. I don't know what starting lineup they'll pull out, though. Will they go back to Jonas? Jonas? Jonas! <laughs> My name is Jonas. Will they, go back is... To, will they go back to their old lineup? I am so excited, though, for the P.J. Tucker-LeBron James matchup. Same. That'll be fun. That'll be I fun to look at. That's P.J. why P.J. Tucker will annoy. I could see so many T's being tossed out in that. Or, or, or Richard Jefferson comes in and just has a two cents for P.J. Tucker. Because P.J. Yeah. Tucker just annoys you. He is annoying. Or P.J. Tucker could just be in foul trouble the entire time. Or that. Both could happen. He, he is annoying. And that's why they got him. To, <laughs> to shut down the star player in the Eastern Conference. And nope. that guy, his name was LeBron James. The Raptors definitely had the the best right now moves at the trade deadline. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. For, Getting a Baca and P.J. Tucker. Cheap. Um, so, it'll be exciting, though. This, is the, this team is, if they run out a line up of... What am I trying to say? Uh, DeRozan, Lowry, uh, Tucker, Patterson, and Ibaka in the clutch could be interesting. Mm-hmm. You have just Tucker and just basically tell him to put him on, put on LeBron, but then Cavs could equally just be like, "We're gonna sag off Tucker, make him shoot corner threes." So, yeah, if you get Tucker involved in pick and roll, yeah. it'll be interesting. For sure, for sure. A lot of a lot of coaching. Coaches could be big. So you've got I think, yeah, I think the matchup game is gonna be really mm-hmm. interesting to see. So see how Dwayne Casey and Tyloo go at each other. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Boston and Washington. This one's exciting. Austin, mm. what do you think? What's well, going to happen? I'm obviously not going to say Washington in four. Wow. Because Boston won today. So okay. it's impossible. That I'm is gonna true. I'm going to go... See, initially I had both the East Series in seven, but I'm going to go Celtics in six. Six. Yeah. Okay. Josh? I also go Celtics in six. Gutsy. I go Wizards in seven. Ooh. I like the Wiz, Wizards, man. Wiz kids in seven. I like Boston in, in uh, seven. I initially was going to go Boston in seven, but then the Celtics started today's game down 16 nothing, and they came back to win 123 to 111. But can they do that every single game? Not go down 16 nothing. And they don't want to do that. Well, I mean, they relied on their big guns, Isaiah Thomas and Al Horford, to carry them, so can they do that every game? Yes. If they can get a game in Washington, that'd be huge. Yeah. Yeah, so. well, yeah like they hit a franchise record 19 threes today. So that's not going to happen again. Um, well, I mean, it could. It could, but it could. Unlike, it's it's low probability. They shoot. They've shot like thirty six threes a game in the playoffs, which is ridiculous. It's, it's nice. It's 
nice. Um, <laughs> I think Washington's bench is just not good enough. Um, and like the Celtics have the best set of premier defenders in the league. So yeah, nice set. so uh, like multiple together overall. beyond Isaiah. Yeah, he, he's pretty brutal. Good, like, yeah, making up for what he does. Yeah. So, like, you have Bradley, Smart, and Crowder, who are all above average perimeter defenders. So, yeah, yeah, true. So. One all defense, one first team all defensive last true. year. So not Avery Bradley. True. Avery true. Bradley. And then Jay Crowder could easily be all defensive. Well, not easily. No, I don't think so. Conversation. No, but it doesn't today- defend the best players enough. True. Yeah. But in today's game, which is very interesting for me, Texas, uh, I Texas to you guys. I found it very interesting that Avery Bradley was not as good at staying with John Wall as Marcus Smart was. That was the thing that shocked me when yeah. I watched the first half. And Marcus Smart had a couple nice blocks, a couple steals, and he he's toned it down to the point where he doesn't over-exaggerate. And he hasn't, I haven't seen him flop as much this playoffs. Mm-hmm. He's had one or two, which is nice because he actually gets involved in the play as opposed to just throwing his body, trying to get a call. He and does do that. He's figured out what to do when the defense sags off him. He's not forcing up threes, or if the defense gives him a three, he knows he's not the best shooter. So it's nice, and I think the key for the Wizards this series, are you ready for it? It's a guy I used to say was a top ten center in the league. It's Marcin Gortat. Marcin Gortat. He had eight rebounds, I think, in the first half this game, five offensive. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing with the Celtics, same story. If you can't re- and oh, also Markeith Morris twisted his ankle and didn't return in the game against the Celtics today. Yeah, so that could be big. But nice I think it's all it's all Gortot. John Wall and Bradley Beal will definitely do their things, but gotta have that that third guy. Gotta have Gortat. Gorat. Gorat. My frame of like yes, the, like the Wizards bench is absolute butt. But <laughs> but when you talk, <laughs> yeah, so but but when you talk about playoff basketball, teams really only go three deep into their bench for substantial minutes. Like, you look at all the teams that have been playing in the box scores, only three of those bench guys play more than ten minutes. Usually. So, I mean, if you're rolling with Bogdanovich, Kelly Oubre, Jennings is so hit and miss. But if Jennings is on his game, he's a decent backup point guard. So, I mean, they're relying mostly on their starters. And when your starters are John Wall, Beal in the backcourt, I like it. (laughs) I mean, we were all... At the beginning of the season, we were all like, oh, these are all such a question mark. But they turned around so hard and so many good games. I am buying into the John Wall hype. I think he's a killer point guard. Like, look at his ga- like his stats are like 14 and 20, 22 and 10, 32 and 14 in these games. Like, that's the, that's the point guard you want for playoff ball. So, I mean, it's a gamble. But Wizards in seven, just because I like the starters. Yeah. The Wizards bench is a liability, like you said. Uh, or like Josh said. But you said, like, if they only go three deep, it's not that bad. Yeah, but they're going up against a team that goes ten deep every game, and they have yeah. But how many? How many of those Olin- ten deep play substantial minutes? Olinick, Rozier, Gerald Green did the first round. He ended up starting. Um, Jarebko. Uh, I'm missing one. Who am I missing? Oh my goodness, Marcus Smart. Yeah, and it's not even like a stamina thing. It's just matchup diversity. If you have yeah. the ability to play more talented players than the other team, you're in a better spot anyway because you can mix with you can mix matchups around and and uh, yeah, that's my point. <laughs> yeah, that one's uh, that one's gonna be fun. And it kicked off today, so we kind of yeah. know what's. And it's gonna... a rivalry, probably the be- biggest rivalry going up against each other right now. In the second round, yeah, yeah. That depends on what Cleveland Toronto does. But the funeral yeah. game in the season, so. You know. mm. 
Uh, let's go over to the West now. Houston taking on the Spurs. Oh. Wow. Do me last. I don't know. I know. I'll do you last. Yeah, you can go first. Houston in six. Ow. Boom. Wow. They're wow. here. They've arrived. Spurs in six. I say if it goes to seven, Spurs win. Sorry, Dude, Graham, for cutting you, you completely out. Okay. Okay, wait. No, 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 no. Wait. Okay, Graham, go. So Josh is undecided. What about... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I still, I'm still Houston Kay. in six. Okay, Jason. I've got Houston in, in uh, seven. It's going to true. seven. It's going to seven for sure. And I think Spurs. Spurs in seven? Fair. Oh, it's so close. These are two good teams. Yeah, I think the Spurs. This is the best Mike D'Antoni team for going up against the Spurs. Oh, yeah. But I think the Spurs are just more composed. The Rockets rely so. too much on fouls, and the Spurs are a team that don't foul a lot. And they and it it may be just because they have the pedigree, and the Rockets may get rooked. Anybody? Huh. <laughs> I, I, I said <laughs> that some other day, and, and no one cared. Yeah, no, the Rockets may just... Lou Williams relies on free throws. James Harden had a poor first-round series. Thankfully, got Lou Williams basically picked up the slack that James Harden... Yeah. Left behind, and I think Lou Williams, James Harden, they rely too much on free throws to do much, but they can't. But Pau Gasol and David Lee are also too much of a liability. So, to, yeah, you, you touched on the point that I wanted to make. Uh, while the Spurs don't foul a lot, um, Harden is going to be just bouldering in there into Gasol and Lee, and even Aldridge. Um, Wait, sorry, you think he's going to, like, bolt? Like, I think, like... You think he's going to just blow by Danny Green and Kawhi Leonard? No, 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 but when he gets... Because he runs tons of screenplay with, with Capella, right? So he's going to get into the lane. Um, because you, the pick and roll is... It, that's where the NBA offense is at, because it works really well. Um, so when he gets into the lane, I, I, I understand that they don't foul a lot, but I just can't see, like, Lee and Gasol playing a lot. Dwayne Deadman. Yeah, I was going to say that. So they'll probably have to start Deadman. Um, but yeah. you lose pretty much all offense <laughs> from from that position then because he's just not a great offensive player. He doesn't really need to be when you have Leonard and Aldridge and Patty Mills. Mm-hmm. But I, I just, like, if Tony Parker does what he did the other day and just, like, turn back the clock yeah, 10 really, years. Yeah, really, hey? Um, it was then, 27 points or something. Yeah, yeah. but, like, Bever- I think Beverly's going to be really pivotal in this game, just disturbing their point guards. Um, yeah. I, I don't know where you're really going to hide Harden, though, so... It'll be an interesting series, but I think if it goes to seven, Spurs just will do a Spursian thing and close it out. But I think if, if Houston, because Houston shot the ball brutally in the first round. So mm-hmm. if they shoot it properly, I mean, we're talking about the, I think the best defense in the league, the Spurs, they number one, number one or two. Um, get back to it. <laughs> but yeah, they're, they're out there. For so sure. it'll be, uh, once we see the first game and see how it, how it pans out, then I think we'll all have a better idea. But for now, I'm still Houston. It was six. the Warriors. Okay. Wait, yeah. Hold on. I don't know if this is. Yeah, it was. It was. The Spurs are second. Yeah. No, the Spurs were first. I'm a liar. I lied. It was, Who knows? It's Spurs, Warriors, Jazz, Hawks. Jazz, Jazz are good. Dwight Howard effect for the Hawks, too. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think Kawhi Leonard is a monster. He's, <laughs> I, I don't want to ever play him in my lifetime. <laughs> ever. I don't, he's just, him on defense, you just throw him on Harden, and it's just like, okay, solved. Mm-hmm. Done. And it's great because they can also do the same with Danny Green. I think Danny Green can stay with Harden. Exactly. So Kawhi doesn't even have to get tired on defense if they don't want to. No. And they can just put Kawhi on Lou Williams if he's having a good game. Yeah. I, and I, he will negate Lou Williams. Yeah. Continue. I just think the Spurs defense 
centered around Leonard is just it's tough to beat. So, yeah, Spurs and Popovich. We can never write out Popovich. True. Even Parker had a good first round. I mean, he had one rough game, but I mean, he scored 27 last David game. David Lee turned back the clock in the last game. Yeah, he started most of the games, didn't he? Yeah, he True. started a couple. They ended up starting him over Dwayne Dedman, but I think that'll switch because yeah, defense. Spurs. No. Bird. No, I still got the Rockets. I think they're more dynamic, more fun. I like them because they're more fun to watch. They are fun to watch, honestly. For sure. The so. three-point shooting man? Yeah, I just, yeah. The, they live and die by the three, and I think they're going to live and win by the three. So. They died last series by the three, and they still beat the Thunder because exactly. they suck. So I think if they... It, <laughs> Thunder wow. are bad. I think so, too. <laughs> I, yeah, they are bad. Okay, uh, last Hold one. Hold on. If the, if the Rockets Whoa. went up against the Grizzlies, would the Grizzlies have won? No. No, I don't think so. No. Would it have gone to seven? No. No, I don't think so. No? No. No. Even based off the way the Grizzlies played against the Spurs. No. I don't think so. Different matchups. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. You know, it could. You know, it could have. Uh, it, it could have. I, I think, I think it would have been closer. I think it would have been a lot closer. Yeah. Now that you look at that, yeah, I think it would have been closer. Yeah. But then the Thunder the fa- would have just gotten rocked by the Spurs. Oh, yeah. They like would have been, been, just, been destroyed. But... Anyway, but that never happened. So. That was All a fun right. hypothetical. Hypothetical. Hippos. Go. Not again. Did you, did, <laughs> did you know that all the NBA players in the league combined for 83 hippos? Golden State Warriors taking on the Utah Jazz, as we just found out about 20 minutes ago. Yeah. So, uh, who do you got, Austin? I got Warriors in six. Warriors in six. Joshua. Warriors in five. Graham. Warriors in five. <laughs> Warriors? Warriors. Love War- Warriors. I got Warriors War- in five or sweep. I don't know. I got war- five. Make one. You gotta make a decision. Make a decision. Warriors sweep. Whoa. Wow. Uh, Warriors in five. They're just too good. They're Austin, why six? Um, I think it'll be very similar to the Cavs Raptors series last year. The Warrior and Durant's not 100%. So, and I like I like the way the Utah Jazz match up. Rudy Gobert's rock solid. Uh, Joe Johnson has become. Like old All Star Joe Johnson, he's probably the Joe Johnson has been the most clutch player in the playoffs this year. Oh yeah. Um, can he keep that? George up, Hill on Steph Curry is a very intriguing matchup for me. Uh, George Hill is a good defender, and I think he can stay with Steph Curry. And then I like Gordon Hayward. I just think the Utah Jazz will take one of the two at home at their probably both of theirs at home, and then the Warriors will be like, "Okay, let's play for real," and then <laughs> knock the next two out of the park. I think that uh, I do like the matchups. I just think can Joe Johnson keep playing like the old? Well, Joe they don't Johnson? need Joe Johnson to keep playing like this. Just need to play him in the fourth quarter. That's it. Yeah, pretty <laughs> like, much. Uh, the only liability I see with Utah is Boris Dio. It's kind of slow. He's pivotal to their offense with swinging the ball, and yeah. the Utah Jazz. If you watch their games, everybody touches the ball every possession. Yeah, which is fantastic. The Warriors are very similar. But the Warriors are known for Steph Curry taking ridiculous shots. Usually knocks them down. Yeah, but before that all happens... Utah Jazz, third best defense in the league. It's going to be... As much as we like to talk about the Warriors' offense and the uh, the Utah offense... They're the two of the top three defenses. Yeah. I was like, it's going to be a very good defensive matchup. So, (laughs) might see some low-scoring games. And I think 
Uh, no Steve Kerr. So Quinn's. I don't. I don't see him coming back. I don't oh, know for sure. What his yeah, issue for is. sure. No Steve uh, Kerr. Not for sure. But if he's not back, I think Quinn Snyder will outcoach. Uh, who is it? Mike Woodson. Not Mike Woodson. Mike Burns. I tend to disagree because I think the Warriors are so smart. Mm-hmm. Like they have such smart players yeah. that I don't think it really matters. Yeah, I, I think the talent discrepancy between the two teams, while Utah's incredible, um, the Warriors are just that much better. And I think uh, even with the defensive matchups and Gobert inside, I just think yeah, like, the like, Warriors are just too good. Like at a time, at, at a time like this, like you're pretty much coaching yourselves out there at, at most at most parts of the game. And the and the assistant coach has been there all year, and they know what everything how everybody runs about- and how but how much. Um, players play and all that stuff mm-hmm. and rotations well and yeah that's matchups. what I was talking about more specifically was rotations I think Quinn Snyder will be better at rotations than uh, who's is there is it Mike Woodson Mike Brown Mike Brown, it's Mike Brown. Okay. Mike. Mike Woodson <laughs> the Knicks out of nowhere <laughs> no I it looks I, like Diglett <laughs> wow. wow slash Steve Harvey no I, I think um, <laughs> yeah I think the I think Quinn Snyder will be better at rotate rotations than and timeouts, utilizing them well. I just think he's overall much better coach than Mike Brown. And if they don't have Steve Kerr, I think that's very detrimental. I still think the Warriors are going to win. Yeah. Like, in yeah. six. I just have... I think it could be very similar where the Cavs were like, yeah. And the Cavs are like, oh, we were never worried against the Raptors. I think it'll be the same thing as that. Time to wake up. Yeah. I just think the Warriors are going to roll them, to be honest. I think they, by this point, they have their own brand of basketball made up, whether they're being coached by Steve Kerr or Mike Brown. I think they all got it figured out. Um, in that defensive matchup, I like the Warriors a lot better with Draymond Green and Clay Thompson guarding the perimeter. And they're seeing things, they're getting more defense out of Kevin Durant than anyone would have thought, and he's playing real well. So, Well, he, if he's 100%. Well, that's true, but I mean. At 80%, Kevin Durant is still better than most players in the league. There. Is it 80%, 80% Kevin Durant better than 100% Gordon Hayward? Probably. Ooh, I think so. Probably. I think so. <laughs> that's tough. That probably did. I, I he's so, so good. Kevin Durant is like, he just... He's the first Kevin Durant. He's just that good. Yeah. There's no there's no other Kevin Durant. But even like comping to players. There's no other right? Jason Shermack. Yeah, but you know Shock. what I mean. You know, you compare players <laughs> Yeah. You compare players to other players from the past. There is there is no comparison to Kevin Durant. Dude, if, if he's Katie a seven played, foot tall shooting uh small forward. True. If he would have played like, the whole season, like all defense? Probably. Kevin Durant? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All defensive second. I don't yeah. think there's a way he gets there. Not first, not first. No. Giannis gets there before he does. Yeah. True. That There's another guy. There. Wait, I got confused. I was thinking all NBA for a second. Yeah. Uh, Kawhi gets there before Durant does. Yeah. Kawhi, Bradley. Like, this just, and centers. <laughs> Power forwards. This is better. What are you saying? I no don't idea. know. Draymond Green no gets idea. there before he does. Yes, that's defensive. what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. That's what, I, <laughs> that's what I said. It took a while to get there. But yeah. Okay. Hey. Good one. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on that note, we're going to wrap this up for this week. Hopefully, we'll be back next week for y'all. We will. Um, Why would we? I'll weeks. be in Dubai. You're going to Dubai? I doubt it. That's not true. <laughs> you're going to Dubai? More like Bye. Interesting. Bye. Okay. Oh, you're weird. Uh, yeah, we'll be back next week. Follow us on Twitter at Stretch4BP. You can also uh, like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Stretch4BP. Um, B is in what? Barnacles. Oh, Brad Pitt. Uh, you can <laughs> also. Oh, I, I messed it up. I forgot. You suck. Yeah, Bad. email us anything you want. Send us cues. At this point, I don't care what you email us. Just do it. 
Thestretch4BP at gmail.com. We'll talk to you next Sunday. Bye. Stay frosty. Bye. Lint rollers. Enough. <laughs>